December 30th, 2015. It's a Watt from Pedro show. <laughs> Thank you. 
right. Great. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Good to see everyone tonight. All right. Great. Hope everyone made it here safely. Great. Yeah, I did too. Well, actually, I didn't at all. I I, I was jumped tonight um, on my way over here um, by a, well, by a girl gang. Uh, it's a little embarrassing, but uh, there was a pack of them, and, well, the leader of the pack... Uh, she stepped out in front of everyone and she pulled a knife, you know, out of her hair and she waved it around in my face and said, you better get out of here or I'm going to cut you. And I thought, well, I better get out of here. She's going to cut me. Uh, but I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't leave. I did something else. Um, cause you know, sometimes when it's time to do the right thing, I do the wrong thing. I do the opposite thing. When it's time to do the right thing, I like to do the wrong thing. So what I did was this. I turned around. And I bent over like this. And I said, well, come on then. Well, come on. Cut it. Come on, then. Cut it. Yeah, come on, then. Do it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. left 2015 I'm in Pedro but I'm not brother Matt's brother Matt's on a boat <laughs> brother Matt's on a boat uh, I don't know where I think he he's going to Mexico and back so he ain't back yet so in place of that it's just man alone but not actually alone because we got jibs yep 
Pat of uh, parts north of here. They made the hell ride down to Pedro. But it was so fast. But it was a, a good one, a quick yeah. one. And uh, we start off with, uh, like Sonny, John Coltrane, I think. Yeah, Sonny Rollins. For him. And then Come On by Dynasty Handbag, which is uh, oh, also with the spiel in front of it. Yeah, you're going to play that? That's what we just heard. That's what. I mean, wow! You're going to play that in the past that was the future a minute ago, and now it's so, the present. Real strange. Uh. But the the, the, the with the, you know, they used to have the big pins in their hair. Well, you said it was a knife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah, Pachuco. Was, yeah, like Pachuco that Tom Waits song. That's like, hey, Pachuco. Yeah, but it's the lady <laughs> yeah. part of it, and they would have Pachuca. these pins in Pedro High here where I graduated. You're 76, but it was like 20 years before, 50s. There was some ladies, and they had these big, what I was told was big pins in their hair. So when you got in a fight with them, watch out for the pins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was intense. And then, uh, <laughs> but I thought maybe a good way to start the show. Yeah, that's pretty much, uh, okay. that's, it's it's a it's classic handbag, that song, for sure. Classic handbag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, what is, can you tell me, Jibs, your f- first music memory that you still have? Didn't leave like most of mine. God damn. Um, I have a lot of... That's a hard question. Yeah, because I have a lot from different time periods. The earliest. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, I was born in 75. Something at home, something in the car. Yeah, um... Parents, well, radio or my parents, or some of the older brother, sister, somebody playing something for you. Well, I have I have lots of good tidbits about that, but I know there's really early stuff. I mean, my my parents listened to a lot of the Beatles, and I remember Abbey Road really clearly. Okay. I loved, you know, it's like it's almost like children's music. There's all this like colorful, and the Maxwell Silver, you know, and the Hammer and the Sunshine and the Octopus's Garden, and there's no sad ones on that one. Is Rocky Raccoon on that? Or is that no, that's on album? the White Album. Yeah, I don't know what. Because that's kind of a sad one. That's a grim record for sure. That's yeah, kind of yeah. a really. That's like I think my. Favorite I heard one. that they were never together. Really? They do parts and then other oh, guy come in. But actually, what wrecked the, the band I heard was actually George, not those two. Really? George was tired of only getting one song a record. Yeah. I saw it by accident on a Scorsese movie in the play. He, yeah, I didn't know a lot of that stuff about him. Have you? I saw this um, Tignataro skit where she talks about George getting Yellow Submarine, and that's that's the one song he got on Yellow Submarine was the Yellow Submarine, and going home to his wife and being like, "Honey, I got I got a song. It's called." Yellow submarine. And she was like, "How's it go?" And he's like, "We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine." And then it repeats, and she's like, "Cool, that's good, good." I mean, it's not my joke, but what's that? There was a movie. Oh, I remember the movie very well. None of their voices. They had fake Beatle voices. Oh yeah, really? That weird. I remember the part that with the blue meanies and yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a hole in my pocket. (laughs) Yeah, but that ain't. Them. That's not them. That's actors playing them. Wow. That lies. So many lies. Yeah, so many <laughs> lies. So, okay. 
So it's Beatles is your first memory, music I guess. Memory. I mean, I, there's also, like, Linda Ronstadt in the car. My mom was really... I have some records that my mom gave me that she had. Like, I have an Otis Redding record. I have a... Uh, I have a... Um, Sly and the Family Stone record she gave me. I have... Which one? Stan? Uh, yeah. I have Stan and I have right, a Bessie on. Smith record Bessie she gave Smith. me. Bessie Smith. Great singer. My mom was really, really liked music a lot. Wow. So, Okay. Was she a musician? Nope. Okay, just listener. And my brother was Take older off. and more of a metal guy. Ah, so you got music from there. Well, I have a really good memory of my brother sitting me down. I was nine, because it was 1984, because it's a record, 1984, Van Halen. He sat me down and he was oh, like, yeah. listen to this song. <laughs> and he played me some... I don't know. I don't remember which song it was. Probably Hot for Teacher. Oh, oh I was just going to say it's, Hot for Teacher. Yeah, because I like performed to that I a little love, bit. That's a good lick, though. I love it's that song. Easy top, the uh, beginning is... Lightning Hopkins. Oh, my God. No, it's so good. <laughs> and then he told me that this was the greatest guitar player in the entire world. Oh, and okay. I was like, no, no, oh, my God. I can't believe I get to listen to the great, the greatest guitar player in the whole world. Oh, then he was on the Michael Jackson record, so I, that convinced me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he he's on Beat on It. The, yeah, Beat It. Well, that's what older brothers are for. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> and then to buck up against later. Uh, you know what? We're after Chronica and Christmas, but I got a couple songs. You know, Bob Lieb is supposed to come last week and do a special Christmas Eve show. Oh. He spaced. He got so busy. So uh, we're going to have to do it sometime in February. Okay. People, last few months, uh, the guests have been arranged by one of the guests here today. Yeah. have <laughs> been doing it. Help me out. And oh, I said, a curator of sorts. Yeah, curator, right. <laughs> so don't worry about Christmas Eve because we got Bobby. <laughs> I wrote him, you know, and I didn't hear anything the next day. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, no. So anyway, here's here's three songs.
day to say before I go away, Music, uh, Last Lizard, New York Chinatown Exodus 1988. Good job, Alex. Petra and Barry doing Soul Drummer Boy. And then finally, Manny Birthdays, Three Ghosts of Exodus. Was that like last year where he does a Christmas song? Yeah. Where you had me come in. Although that wasn't really a Christmas song. I know. <laughs> the Lime and the Coconut. Oh, there was one though. There was Frosty. But we added Fro Frosty. That's at right, the Frosty. End. It, it, got it, it became Frosty. Spliced in there. It wasn't there when I was there. But. Yeah, so we added the bells. And... and that's one of them songs that never changes chord. Yeah. I found some more like that. Really? Land of a Thousand Dances. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's one part. Well, I never heard. There's some songs that have been hits that only have one part. Ah, yeah, like the Talking Head song. Oh, fun know. House. Dun, dun, you know, it gets dun, dun, softer, it gets louder, but yeah, it's all one, it's yeah. one lick. Oh. TVI, uh, Stooges. Oh. That's one lick. Um, boom, 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 boom. Pressure. Boom, yeah. Under pressure? Well, yeah. he has like a, there's like a cor chorus part. But... No, but as far as like the, the music and mm. the, the chords not changing. Yeah. The, uh, the Schmielsen, Harry Nielsen song, it's just... C7 the whole way through. I That's didn't realize. Great. I like that kind of songwriting. It's kind of where the, 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 the singing can change over it, but like the backtrack is all yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so, well, well, 
tell me about you guys doing that. Is it the same thing where he likes to do a holiday song? Yeah, I, from what I understand, it's um, for uh, Co- the Conan O'Brien holiday party. They they have a their staff makes a CD. All, all the people, all Conan's staff, they uh, all like chip in holiday songs and write or like record holiday songs for the CD and they play it for the holiday party there. Or okay. What a but the people, bunch. the TV people don't get to see that. It's private. I, I don't Their know. Their own party? I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. How long's Barry, Barry, you know, he was with Patty Smith a long time. Yeah. And he's been doing this ever since, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it cool to go time. over there when, uh, the studio's empty. When and... you brought me, it was empty. Yeah. Was big, big pad. <laughs> so, Jibs, back to you and, and the musics. When did you start getting involved and wanting to do it? Um, or maybe we should first talk about uh, going to gigs. When did you start going to gigs? Well, let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I did want to tell you that I had my own radio show when I was about nine or ten. Damn. What? But it was just my, just for me. Yeah. And I would make these my recordings. Radio. You know, yeah, exactly. I would like push record, you know, my little tape it was deck. Cassette. Yeah, cassette. And I'd be like, oh no, we have Durant Durant. Oh my God, I, I wish. And then I would find the song. I mean, it was a big production. Yeah. I also would, yeah, I was obsessed with the radio, and I would call into this one radio station. I won all this shit at, Is that from here? this radio station. SoCal? No, NorCal. Okay. And um, I won this one contest once because I knew all the names of all the people that starred in Leave It to Beaver. So I won, like, yeah, yeah. all the records from the Top 40 Countdown. Dave, Dave Matthews? Dave. <laughs> the Dave Matthews Band won. No, no but with... with... <laughs> Um, Jerry Mathers Creed Oh no 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 Jerry, Jerry Mathers. Mathers Mathers Hugh Beaumont Barbara Hugh Beaumont Billingsley sure Tony Dow and Tony Jerry Dow's Mathers as Wally, the Viva right. Oh my god and then, that's um, so funny Who was Eddie Haskell? I don't know He didn't get a credit Why not? <laughs> no. He was funny He was weird Yeah of course you would, you would like that guy <laughs> Eddie Haskell So you won a bunch of prizes one prizes, wrote a pizza jingle. Yeah, well, I was oh, like... nine? Yeah, like Sorry. nine or ten, I think. And then, uh, well, I was like, grew up kind of like around a lot of hippie, boho-y types. Um, Still, it's pretty productive. Well, for that <laughs> upbringing, yeah, very much so. <laughs> Ticking things off the list. So, I had, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess when I started going to shows, though, I was... I grew up in, like, north of San Francisco... And th- sometimes bands would come up there to play, you know, when I was really like 12, 13. Yeah. And then we had some local punk bands, but none of them, I mean, everybody did either like, like punk bands. Like Sonoma, um, Mendocino County. Mendocino, oh, Yeah, okay, and far. then, uh, okay. yeah, but we would drive like really far to go see a band you for sure. Yeah, and then when <laughs> I moved to the Bay Area when I yeah. was 15, I started going to Gilman. Of and, course. You know. So, it was mostly just, I went to a lot of ska shows, a lot of punk shows, yeah. a lot of reggae concerts. Um, yeah. But when did you want to make music? Um, well, that was like teenage years. And yeah. then when I got, I you know, fast forward, I went to art school and got kind of into Aaron some weirder City. shit. Um, yeah. Uh, San Francisco Art Institute. Yeah. 
and sort of discovered like oh. avant-garde. Ah, well, yes. Um, yeah, I guess trippy so. Music. Trippy stuff. I mean, I got, I got, yeah. I guess I was always kind of really into a broad spectrum of stuff, and then I started. My whole scene of people was like all bands slash artists that were kind of doing show like a lot of shows and you were like performance. It, yeah, no, like club shows, you know, oh, like doing playing gigs, yeah. playing shows, but like they would be a little bit more performative or like mushed up with some other experimental shit. And then I started doing writing my own songs um on a keyboard by myself and recording them on um like a four track. Was keyboard your first instrument? Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. I don't really play anything. <laughs> so, and then um, it's all sounds at the end of the day. Well, rhythm, it's all sounds in rhythm. Yeah. Laughing and crying. Oh, I totally forgot that I was in this. I was in like a garage band called the Roofies, and we did all these. You mean like the pills? Yes. <laughs> you mean like the date rape drug? <laughs> oh yes, I'm and familiar. Down. You can say it. Or dudes who will repair. <laughs> Yeah. Or the ropes. roofies, yeah. Those, it's about blue collar <laughs> workers. Oh, the roofers. <laughs> but it, if they're little, they're what, what about the? What about this? The life would be easier if we didn't have feelings. Okay, so you just want to skip to the like really dark, that more dark times. No, that's, oh, that's the dark time. That's I thought it was a little bad. Oh. No, that was probably my first. That was one of the first Dynasty handbag songs I ever wrote. Let's listen to it. Yeah. Once upon a time, there was no story to tell. People were alone. People didn't talk. People didn't go for walks. People were just persons. 
in me, darkness and nothing else, on the edge of a forest, warm and secure with a light, or cool and different summer night, but little else be had, enough room to sit and think, a decent place to write, having to stay within a circle, that light that defines my world, or the boundaries thereof, but I love this place in the big house, very quiet dark night, so little sound in sight, perfect for a spotlight out of everything, me, and hence I write, surrounded by that yellow light.
a racehorse And a fine racehorse indeed He won all kinds of races He won the Pocono Downs and the Kentucky Derby One day Eddie was eating some apples But they were fermented and he got drunk He was all dickered up Running on the racetrack When Eddie tripped and he went kerplunk Broke his leg and they said we should shoot him Some people said he smells like a keg Don't you know that we can never kill Eddie So we took him to the vet And we got him a fake leg And now he's Eddie the horse with the prosthetic Eddie the horse with the prosthetic Eddie the horse with the prosthetic leg He's Eddie the horse with the prosthetic Eddie the horse drunk yourself. Eat those apples and get drunk yourself. But be careful. I don't want you to trip and fall down the stairs. You might break your leg and you'll end up like our good friend. Eddie the horse with the prosthetic. 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 That would be easy if we didn't have feelings. Or Power FM radio jocks. Dynasty <laughs> handbag. Then we had a Ratata from Milodoika You Need. Opet. Kind of a cappella thing. From Opet. Brand new discipline Kitchma. You know Opet? No. Okay. Great <laughs> bass player from Belgrade, this guy. With a Koya, man. Oh. Had, kind of like Jimmy. With Wow Wow and oh, wow, cool. Fuzz on the bass guitar. Brand new album. Uh, you will understand in time, Dan Francia, I think he's from Sacktown, digging to China, Chinese herbal medicine, they ain't from China, Chaiheki Bongwok, Dr. Amazon, one of the Smegna guys gave me that in, in, last week in Portland, uh, Unfinished Sketch, number six, Black Mouth, Super Rainbow, Mr. Tom, Pittsburgh, Pool of Light by Joe Burr, the Jack Burr's cousin, Madison. Lucretia Borgia Waltz, Luther and Toby. Toby is Larry, who I got to do last two years. Stooges with him on the drums and then this Tap Falco tour. And finally, Water Landing with Eddie the Horse. So your first uh, song you wrote was this uh, Life Would Be Easier If We Didn't Have Feelings on a keyboard. What, like Casio? Yeah, I really like that was Four one tracks. Yeah. And why was it uh, coming from a dark place? Uh, yeah, I think I was just, um, yeah, just pretty depressed, you know, like, 
Um, but I also thought that it was kind of funny that I was like, like sitting alone Modeling. with this cat. Yeah, like <laughs> it was like a joke on myself where I was just like, oh, wallowing. Like, who's that guy? If we only just if we didn't have feelings, <laughs> wouldn't it yeah, be what, nice? <laughs> what was that comedian? Um, what, Sammy Modlin. There was a TV show that didn't seem like a show. It was like some station. John Candy? Oh. Right? God, I think. And Guy Lombardo, some guy who owned the station fake like he had to be in a wheelchair. Oh. There was a guy named Sammy Modlin. I don't know, that word always comes up. Sammy Modlin. They, it would fake like take TV shows. and stuff. It was something really late. I think it was from Canada. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, we're at the end of the first hour. Uh, last show, 2015 for what? Uh, hold tight for hour two. December 30, 2015, it's second hour. What from Pedro show? Hello, dear. What brings you over to my house? No one puts things back where they belong in my 
were transgressing more than they ever thought they would in my house. They're giving me too much information at my house, but not telling me enough of what I need to know over at my house. Pretty bad, my house. Oh boy, that does sound pretty bad. But I happen to know that you went to bed. Don't lie, because I know you went to bed. Everybody knows that you went to bed. You also have lice. Psoriasis. No, can't come in my house.
Started hour two off of the neighbor. What about some insights on the neighbor? Oh, the na- oh the neighbor. Oh, um, that's a weird song. That whole record that's is a really life, but that's weird. a true life story, right? The yes, it is, Mike Watt. Yes, story. it is. <laughs> I always wanted to live at the neighbor's house. Um, we had these like really different kind of people living in NorCal. Like it was. I don't know. It was out in the woods, and there were some all walks of life. But the people that lived the closest to us happened to be the most normal, straight-laced people. In fact, I think the dad was kind of a dick. But the daughter went to school with me, so I would go over there. They wouldn't let her come to my house because it was a 
shit show. <laughs> but their house had like, I don't know, it was just like, it had carpet and a TV and like the refrigerator was full and it just felt like how you're, how it was supposed to look on television or something yeah. like that. And everything in my house was just like, not quite right. Sometimes very wrong, but. Henry had that poem, Family Man. Oh, yeah, yes. Actually, family, the first guy to have the Christmas lights. But actually, family man ended up saving the pat. Some crazy lady lit a fire. And family man helped put it out <laughs> in the backyard. So, yeah. Whoa. For all the hell, he came through once. Uh, <laughs> Spanish sunset ex docrius redux by Laurie Amet and John Truby. Psychic Love Damage, the High Tides version by High Tides. Yeah, of course. Since it's High Tides, it would be the High Tides version. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of stupid. Uh, Mass Darkness by Insan. I think they're out of Norway. If I Was Orson Welles by Alex Kane. I know he lives in Hollywood, but I think he's from Chicago. Sisu, Stranger Skin. Hmm. Maybe Silverlight? And Sore Lips from Fighting. I can't remember. Maybe England. Uh, you remember the first gig you played? As a solo performer? Because I was no, in... first gig you oh, played. Like you said, that first... garage band? Yeah. Um, what were they called? The Roofies. That's right. Yeah. How could I forget? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I really wanted... I really wanted to be in like Pick a. the tr- fucking man. Yeah. I wanted to be like Beth Did you Ditto join it or, or did you start this band? I started it. Yeah. Because yeah, I right. love so like, it. you know, 60s garage and soul it. and all girl groups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no it. roofies then. There was reds and. <laughs> well, not then. Barbara <laughs> We were trying, we were going to play in Santa Barbara once, UC Santa Barbara. Yeah. And of course, they were like, that was inappropriate. We inappropriate. Don't and we weren't able to do it because they're. I'm well, sure they had a big. Band aids can be tricky. Band aids can be tricky, especially when it, you're going to play at a college and they're talking about a date rape drug. Or, like, or you want to cross the border and your band's called My Bike. My bike is a pipe bomb. Yeah, <laughs> not a good idea now. <laughs> Spot Spotsky has yeah, friends but... from Pensacola. That's the name I of the band. That I can imagine band. every border crossing must be My friends are in a band called Child Abuse. Yeah, it's like Oh, speaking of the city, I once played with a band up there called Uncle Bob Touched Me. Do you remember the cherry pop and daddies? Yeah. That disgusting, <laughs> kind of sweet, horrible. It was like right, dressing up in suits, stupid ska band that was terrible. Oh, a ska! Well, but I they think, were like LA I think they ska. Went through different things because when I played with them, they wore suits and did swing. Oh, it's so disgusting. And then I remember. Oh, there's another one, Voodoo Glow Skull. Voodoo Glow Skulls? It was I something. Them. It, it was the end of the 90s, and that was happening for... I remember one of the guys told me, Mike, it was all over when they made the Gap ad. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so anyway, so you didn't get to do the Santa Barbara, but what was the first gig? I think it was just in a bar, and it was That's just okay. me and like two, or, two of my friends or three of my friends. And they were all really good musicians, actually. They were all, like, weirdo, avant-jazz musicians, and... But they is were... Is there roofie recordings? Yeah. There yeah, is. Flow. I will. Yeah, I will. I, I, I would be so Maybe I can... I'll bring them. I'll bring them. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Actually, I have some on tape. Yeah. What about the comedy thing? 
what about the comedy thing? Like, <laughs> well, because you kind of did it come in before the music? Did the music come? They came at the together? same time okay. a little bit. Like the music stuff. When I was in that band, like the band was very performative. Like I would wear costumes and I would jump around and I was okay. like, took you know. There was, I was outfits, there was antics. There was antics. There was a lot of, like, banter <laughs> and, like, you know. Because I was, like, this theater nerd. The one kinda. outfit. W- one outfit? One time I saw Bowie and they kept tearing outfits up. He had many outfits. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Well, he had helpers. I've never had any help <laughs> with anything. For, <laughs> ever. Right. So you wore the one outfit. Yeah, one outfit. And no, there were some crazy outfits. Yeah, yeah. We had well, there was a band up in the city, Carolina Rainbow. Oh, I know. that. I went on Grux. I went on tour with... Oh, God. I didn't even say that. Okay. But, I mean, there were some outfits. They did a lot. Right. And I have to say, like, they did a lot. with just, like, word cardboard change, and right? shit. The Rainbow, Carolina... Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Carolina mashed potatoes. You know about this band? And, like, no tunes. You just get up there and start wailing on it. Yeah. And, uh, They're nuts. Yeah. Nutters. So you toured with them. Okay. I actually just... When I think a friend of mine was playing with, with them, and I just went on a leg of their tour just as a just to hang out. Okay. But we played... They played with Mel Banana, which was amazing. And yeah. this was, like, yeah. In mask. The late, no outfits, late 90s. but mask. Yeah. I got that. That's Tom Watson's favorite guitar, man. Oh. I think that's what they're down to now, is just guitar and singer. Yeah, good. Oh, that would make sense. Mori Connell. So good. The drummers, they went through them a lot, but they played so fast. Can you imagine being a drummer? That's what happens with drummers. Remember Troubadour? Yeah. Yeah. I got to play with them. You did? Last time was a few times, but the last time Pet was there. It was in West Hollywood. Yeah, it was at the Troubadour. I think it was really fun. Like being in that band was really, really fun for me because I didn't really have any musical skills or yeah. talent, but I was a really good performer. No, not even that. Oh, okay. This was just singing. Frontly. And I wished that I had like a deep, soulful voice. Like I wished, you know, that's what I was trying to emulate. But I was so terrible Mrs. that Smith. I just, yeah, no. I mean, later you know on. About her, right? Yeah. She's a blues shatter. Give me a big, big foot <laughs> and a bottle of beer. She's yeah. a great singer. I mean, I loved, like, all that, you know, all those girl group stuff. And I was just, you know, I loved that kind of music a lot. And um, we did a ton of covers. We did. You said you did, had banner. What? You said you had banner. Ban- banter. Yes. Um, choreography. In between the tunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Banner's Spiel. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was so, funny. Yeah, so, so is that yeah. where you bring in the jokes? Yeah, and I okay. would, and I dance around, you know, I'm a very physical comedian type. When you sing, you also, like, dance to, like, I don't see how anyone could do that. Yeah, I dance. How I, does Britney Spears <laughs> sing and dance at the same Cartwheels. Well, she's, Madonna does. How she does do any two things at the same time? Really, is yeah, the question. Yeah, because I've, I've heard isolated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How you know, you're running around? And it is hard. I heard Madonna the same thing. There's a lot of huffing and puffing. Like, how does it, do you? Because the, the other twenty ladies singing's voices are slightly louder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fake dance moves, but you can no. have other people help sing with you. Yeah. And you can be like, and then after this crazy gymnastic dance explosion, <laughs> I will be 
Just like doing my whisper. Like folk song. Ah, oh, so you pace it. Yeah, you pace Hills it. and valleys. Exactly. Hills and valleys. I just did a show in New York where I did a a, a version of Kate Bush, um, Wuthering Heights. And I did all the choreography, her dancing, but it was all like sweet. Yeah, because she's just dancing. Food and fucked up. Yeah, I, right. I did <laughs> But I sang it like this. <laughs> I didn't use any words. It was she, just Didn't that. she just have a big comeback? She did, yeah. Because yeah. she was like a real... It's like two weeks or something isolator. in a row in London playing all these gigs. She hadn't played for years. Yeah, she I did. wish I would have... Well, Can you imagine that? She doesn't travel though, right? No. Nope. Uh, no. No, they were all in London. Like she was in well, one place. When I was playing just in, in December, we did a version of Weathering Heights and I That's sang so it. I, you did? I did, but I couldn't, I, I just, I didn't move at all. I was like, I'm the wily, windy morning. I'll do mine. You do yours and I'll do mine. You have a temper. I'm the wily, windy You have a temper. Mezzo, mezzo, soprano, huh? I do, too. I love you, too. I like it when she does, when she goes deep. <laughs> She's like, my winding, yeah. my only master. <laughs> my only master. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Like, I can't do that, so I just exaggerate what I can't do. Can't okay, do. so you said there was, there's a theater the component. Big theater component. And, and that's because of school, probably. You had drama. I hated drama, and then I also went to this hippie performing arts summer, oh. summer camp every year. Wow! I was just like a born thesbian, as That's they say. Okay, so trooper. Cool. Yeah, trooper. Oh, oh, but oh, you. I trooper. Yeah. Yeah, I was totally a trooper. Uh, did you but, get into plays and stuff? I did some of that, like pretty straightforward acting, memorizing lines. And- yeah, and I did, and I went to theater school after I went to art school, but. I was too, like, I didn't, it wasn't the shit for me. It was too, it was too straight and too, not just too, like, straight in all ways. I was just, I didn't fit in. I didn't, I wanted to do more weirder stuff. I wonder, you know, I've heard from people, sometimes schools, like Larry, I just talked about, he went to college to be a drummer. And they said, we're going to make you a teacher. He goes, I want to do gigs. I want to play. No, you're going to be a teacher. Yeah. So I wonder about institutions sometimes just want to perpetuate. I mean, I'm not saying that learning stuff from people is bad. Book learning is is a terrible thing. Okay. No, No, I'm glad I have the training stuff because I know it's like a skill that I really do have. And I teach now. So I, I do get invited to teach like as an adjunct person. And that comes in really handy because I actually am like, oh, I do know so how to do this. So you ended up being a teacher. Cal Arts. When I can. Both my sisters Cal Arts, yeah. But one's high school, one's junior high. It's a little yeah, different. a little different. <laughs> More noble. Still, you got to come up with skills because you you're fighting for their attention. You really are. My sisters tell me it's intense. Well, in, in college, they're like, they're like, fuck you. I, I have... You know, I paid so I can do whatever the hell I want. Oh, man. And then you're like, well, why would you pay and not yeah, listen? Why? <laughs> yeah. And 
I had entitlement this, creatures. <laughs> yeah, especially in the art school. But so then there's what some you're really saying good is, so this there. is a thing I discovered about your your work with the comedy. It actually was there because you come. The theater was there, and of course, yeah. theater's about singing, acting, all kinds. You incorporate it all. What did Miss Shakespeare say? Uh, world is a stage. All the okay. world is a stage. And you know, I, t- I got to tell you, my favorite ho- holiday is Halloween because it's the one day all year we admit we wear costumes. Finally. It's true. Pizza rat. Another 364 days of posing. <laughs> Stiff as if you're frozen. <laughs> are, you, do, are you still a jack on... Um, pumpkin? Yeah. Like a Bob Cray? Yeah, with a flannel. I just cut the bottom of the fucking pumpkin out. Well, I cut the face. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it has been too tight. One time it was so tight I couldn't get off. I had to drive up. That was foolish. I couldn't turn my head. Foolish. Was really stupid. Wait, you, you, you was couldn't when Nels had that alligator lounge. Remember that? Yeah. Mondays. And you couldn't take it I couldn't off? couldn't because it was too tight. And it was, and I would have had to crack it off. And then I ended up having to crack it off. But I didn't want to ruin it, so I drove up there. But, man, I was just seeing through them triangles. And, you, you know, you can't. <laughs> it was really stupid. I'll never do that again. But this time, what if you so, did do it again? You're like, fuck, I did it again! Ran into with the, the pumpkin! Oops, I did it again. God damn it. I thought I learned this lesson. Uh, I've worn a little black bands this time. Okay. I think I've done almost 30 straight gigs of a costume on Halloween. Yeah, this one, because it was with Taff Falco. And where was it? Sackdown. And he had this picture. He's into this guy named uh, Fantoma, Fantomas, oh, yeah, some guy yeah. from France a hundred years ago. Yeah. Maybe he ain't even real. He was just made. But anyway, this guy wore a little black mask. So I thought, you know, I had to wear a suit. There's the pointy shoes. With heels. I never wore fucking shoes with heels. Anyway, so this this was probably the easiest uh, costume I ever wore. Sometimes some dudes have made me a big uh, paper mache. It was the little roundhead dudes. Uh, talk, talk a bunch of shit. I don't know. It's a cartoon that's the drawn minions? pretty crude. Oh. Anyway, the paper no. mache melts your body temperature. So it comes on. Usually, it's a huge fight. I can't breathe. I can't see. But I think it's worth it to do one gig. Costumes. Outfits. You need an outfit. I believe yeah, in. I'm outfits. into it. In fact, a few years ago, maybe six, seven years ago, I got into nightwear. <laughs> You know, I came from Virginia. <laughs> I got into nightwear. <laughs> into nightwear. What exactly do you mean <laughs> nightwear? It's shit you wear <laughs> when you're conking. Yeah, not You mean naked. like a... Oh, you mean like a, a sleeping outfit? Yeah. Pajamas. Yeah. Nightwear. Otherwise known as pajamas. <laughs> yeah, and it's trippy because, you know, I, that's why I, I conk right here. I don't have a bed, so I roll around. He means stuff. sleep. Ladies and, and gentlemen, uh, I'm like having a little bit of trouble following you. Well, uh, with the fucking nightwear, you don't have to worry about rolling out from under the blanket. That's why I'd always wake up all naked, freezing to death. Wait, you sleep here? Right here. Every night? Right, up here. It's like this. See how the pillows are here? Yeah. You sleep I just bring basically blanket. I keep a blanket in the closet. So. <laughs> you sleep sitting up. Yeah, because like I'm a total you, creep. You have been to like, Monticello? If you're <laughs> well, have you been to Monticello, Mr. Jefferson's house? He. He's going to his, where's the bedroom? There's the study in the library. And the, uh, the guy tells you, oh, he conked here in the archway in between. And he's oh. six foot tall. Archway says, how do you conk? Sitting up because he thought conking with too much blood in their brain is bad. And he lived eight. So I picked up on it. 
Yeah. There's no crucifixes. He seems like yeah. a good role He's been, model. He's buried under obelisk. <laughs> yeah, no, the no state religion, right? I, I like that idea. He had some good ideas. Yeah. Some, some um, not very good yeah. ones also. 200 slaves. Take yeah. what you like, leave the rest. A couple of them, yeah. So that's the model. A la carte. Yeah. Okay. But back to you. <laughs> Enough about what. So, uh, are you ever, uh, what, as you develop this thing, did you ever... Th- think one should take precedent over the other? Uh, yeah. Okay. It, it's so interesting be- that you ask that because I used to stress out about that. But I don't anymore at all. I don't... I feel like it's all... It's all the same. And Getting I feel like... people doing stuff. Yeah, and just like exploring what I'm in... You know, and what I'm into. And I... And... I don't have any problem with it. I mean, late... Lately, I've been making a lot of video and stuff, and video is really great because it's, like, all these elements that I love. Like, I can do all this visual shit and then perform and then have music and edit. So I love, edit. I love to edit. And um, and then, you know, music and... Uh, well, like her brother-in-law, right? He's a singer in a band. Yeah. yeah. He's also... Right, and we're doing something together, he and I. Is that I. right? Yeah, and that's that's how I met this one. Okay. Um, he was on the show a couple of weeks I know. ago. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a good he's a good talker. Intense, you know, and his journey was pretty trippy about yeah. music, and uh, it seemed like he had him kind of split. But if you ask me, seems like now it's pretty. Uh, I like together. that, and I used to have more of a self-consciousness about the whole thing. You know, like I yeah. wanted my persona to be more private. I yeah. I also draw and I was like, oh, that's a totally different thing. And now I just feel like I don't care. You know? It's all expression. Yeah. And I feel like it's actually more interesting because the artists I really like, yeah. I just want to see everything they do. Right, you know, right. like, you know, like someone like Yoko Ono, like making a ton of records and then doing performances and then yeah. making paintings and making sculpture and, you know, or Patti Smith, you know, like sure. poems poems, and then writing books and singing in a rock band. Singing in a rock band. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't care anymore. I just, uh, I just want to do whatever I want, really. Instead of uni, omni. Omnitard instead of unitard. Omnitard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been called before. <laughs> really? Really? So... Early days, finding your place, your niche, kind of tough, right? But yeah. it probably helped major what you are now. Yeah. So no regret. No. Yeah. Good. No, totally not. I I mean I did, I did. Uh, I didn't. Ha- I had a kind of a hard time for a long time, but I can imagine when I was about thirty, I got sober, and I started to like take care of myself in a real way, you know, and like deal with some of the shit that I'd been, you know, harboring against. Cause I had kind of a, you know, I had a, a little bit of a rough childhood and I had, my parents were not really available at yeah. all. And, um, and I was like very resentful of that. And, you know, just like, I have to do everything on my own and, but I didn't really know how to actually do anything. So you learned by doing yeah, and um, now I'm an adult woman of dignity in the world, 
making my way to San Pedro and back <laughs> in my own car with gasoline that I purchased, stopping at Starbucks, because I need a coffee, you know? I got to take care of myself. And, yeah, making choices. No, Sometimes no it takes we- a lifetime. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets, my what? No regrets. But actually, we were talking in the car, yeah. and um, I was on this little, like, Lemmy K-hole last night, and I was, like, listening to Munch of Hawkwind and, like, yeah. just, f- and then thinking about you and your bands that were so, I mean, on heavy rotation for me in when I was a teenager, and just thinking about, like, that time being kind of shitty just in general, but then... The music of that time, you know, really, it sounds corny, but really, like, saving me. You know, just, like, having that to do with my friends. I feel like having, like, a real scene, of a music scene was, like, very happening and very yeah. alive. And I started only in the late 80s and through the 90s being involved in it, but, it, you know. My first out-of-town gig, I got to show my second man, because we were in... City yeah. to open for X at the Independent, Ugh. which in the older days was called the VIS. Mm. Well, I think in between it was called Justice League. It was the Visadero. There was a great rib place across the street called Brothers in Law, and then the Church of St. John Coltrane was down the street. Yeah, what year was this you're talking about? I'm thinking maybe uh, these, this is around late 80s. There. But the first time that I got to play, in fact, Minutemen's first out of town, out of SoCal, was the Mabuhay on Broadway. Oh, yeah. And we stayed with uh, Vale. Oh, wow. uh, Marianne, yeah, the the research guy. Vale played, uh, he's the first keyboard player for Blue Cheer. He puts out this, uh, in those older days, he had a a zine called Search and Destroy. Yeah, I remember. You know, I know we're we're the same state, but man, our, our scenes weren't that connected. I didn't, I barely came down here for sure. Right? And I think likewise, too. Only. It was like eggs, black flag, and they like, would, they would you know, like crazy. that. And we would borrow the their boat to come. We never stay over. We always drive home right after the gig, four hundred miles. So insane. Oh, that sad. fog would be so heavy. Oh. But anyway, the Mabuhay's there, and they named the alley after Dirk Dirksen, who put on the gigs. But they paved over all the the, the brick and the, the the deck. You know, the I don't know gravel. Is that the it was. It wasn't a through alley. Yeah. And the loading hatch was there, huh? So every boat, every van that came in there, load, everyone pissed. And that had the strongest (laughs) piss smell. I mean, I've been to a lot of pads, and there was nothing like the piss smell of that alley. I mean, you could have, I don't know, head cold, you know. You could have a pumpkin on your head. Right. And that, (laughs) for example. Ammonia smell would rip right through it. Just one big <laughs> And there was none of that left. Because oh that's that's so... where the f- punk first was. It was kind of the kind yeah. of Dota, that street there. And then also City Lights. Purple Onion. Is near there. and Because uh, he's right by the Hungry Eye in the Bass mm-hmm. Hotel. Also the Italian part where uh, Mr. Coppola wrote The Godfather in that oh, Cafe Trieste. No, wow. I got to show Pete and Jer. If you were listening to us, in a way, we were like kind of plugged in too to the thing we're all i think drawn from the same well there's just can't be born at the same time so there's different shifts yeah but shift i wonder what's out shift, there shift, uh, now yeah i don't know i don't know what's out what's out there now i have no idea 
for the, uh, for the kids. The kids. For the kids. What are the kids like? I, I think uh, the idea of experience, you know, to physically go to pads, I mean, they can find out about it, right, virtually mm-hmm. through the iNet, but they could actually go there and walk around and, and trip on it, too. Maybe. That's one reason why I write the diaries. I try to get people curious that way. Yeah. But I, I think it's it's really easy to get uh, cynical about the next shift. I think yeah, because we don't does know. That. All those kids. Yeah, we don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. What's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Plus, it's like, even if it is a shit show right now, which I kind of felt like things went really south, like, yeah. after the year 2000, it was like, what the fuck is going on? But, you know, we need all those shitty times to, like, rebel against and then, you know, make A farmer would say, if you want a good crop, use a lot of manure. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, rebel, you know, that tension or... Right. There's no friction, the tire just spins. Yeah. There's no disco. There's Mm -hmm. no disco. There's not going to be any, no, I don't know, I'm just making it up. Oh, yeah. If there's no disco, there's not going to be any (laughs) anti-disco. Yeah. Which is, or whatever. I remember when disco came, it was around the same time as punk. And I thought they were both reactions against arena rock. Arena rock, yeah. Yeah. Nuremberg rally kind of stuff, you know. uh, All of a sudden, but the the disco people were very pretty, so it's like, look at me. The punk people, (laughs) we are very silly, look at us. (laughs) Yes. But they both were uh, uh, saying, hey, wait a minute, why are we all liking the same person all together in huge herd? Yeah. And I think, you're right, you have to have... Yeah, things to rebel against, react against. Yeah. React with. I yeah. I mean Sometimes there's that thing too. This meets this and then the third thing comes in sometimes. Right. Like a Reese's peanut butter cup, for example. <laughs> Is that Two right? things. Uh we're at the end of the second hour. Um uh, March thirty no. December thirty <laughs> two thousand fifteen. <laughs> Last show. Watt from Pedro this year. Hold tight for hour three. December 30th, 2015, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
Dein Gesicht auf die Wiese unterm Feigenbaum Sprich ein Gedicht, das so süß ist wie ein Kindertraum Lass dich nicht wecken, wenn der Morgen graut Sie morden dir den Tag Schreib deinen Schmerz auf ein kleines graues Taschentuch Mach einen Scherz und sprich zärtlich einen leisen Fluch Lass sie nicht gerben, deine weiche Haut Dafür bist du zu schön Ach, könnte mein Spiegelbild genug dir sein Ich ging zum Fluss und ich fing es mit dem Mondlicht ein Ich gehe hin, wo du mich liebst, mein Schatz
Christian wine Don't even try Don't even try
Off for Pedro show started the third hour off with soup, soup eyes. <laughs> Something live from Dynasty Handbag. And I, I'm, I stand corrected. I thought it was a weird way of saying surprise. But it's actually eyes that are like soup. <laughs> uh, then we had Elmo and the Sticks Duh. from England with Posh. Uh, David Nesselhoff from Germany with Fe- uh, Feinling. Tribal Interlude from Germany, uh, Cosmo Drone. And. Uh, okay. Vecknich die Liebe. Now, Liebe is love, right, my love? Something's not my the love. Uh, Kim Bum and Kester and Sylvia Juncosa. Now she's SoCal with Eureka. Brother Steve Reed on the bass. Black Leather Rock from X Space. No, it's X Black X. Blind Idiot God with Under the Weight. And Tuggy from Germany with Blood Blister. Got a lot of German bands on this one. And from uh, Liverpool, stand up, super fast girly show. Brother Phil there. Uh, yeah, t- tell me about Soup Eyes. Um, okay. <laughs> kind of a horse thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wilbur. Remember that? Oh, Wilbur. I mean, right? I kind of want to say I don't yeah. remember. Because I ah, just see? feel thing. like it was like, I, you know, assigning incongruous things to different, bo- you know, body parts or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Oh, that's always a good visual is being like, you know, I just eyes like soup. What does that look like? And there's lots of like waving around you can do. And I think there was some like firecracker feet or something in there. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly. Um, but a lot of times I'll write things that just I can imagine performing really easily that will be amusing to me like i'll write it so that i'm it's for you yeah it's for me it's not for the gig goer yeah i mean i want it to be fun but if i find it fun it'll probably be fun for them i got the i'm you know know, the old days of a scene a lot of people didn't like it yeah they did not like it so if you were looking for validation from folks (laughs) yeah i would do i remember there's this one song and I just wanted D Boone to say big fucking shit. It had nothing to do with the rest of the song. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> oh, say yeah, it. big fucking shit. That, he says that in that song, It's Expected on God. It has oh, nothing yeah. to do with the song. I just wanted to hear him say it. I didn't care what other people made of it or even what D Boone thought of it. Right. I just want to hear you say that right in this place. <laughs> right. And those are the things that, like, stay with you, you know? these funny little incongruous moments. This is back in your past, this soup eyes. Have things changed? With my eyes? They're not as soupy. (laughs) No. They're they're a little more chowder style these days. So you're more clear-eyed now. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm just more... I'm more set on... But you don't have as much bad things happening in your life, so do you have stuff to draw upon like you did in the old days? <laughs> nope. Everything yeah. I make is... <laughs> just all flowers and unique ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fart baby's breath. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no, I have some bad things, but they're... They're... I feel like my work is not quite as self 
self-obsessed as it as it was you know when you're starting to make work and you just want to write sure. you have to write all your pain right, out right. and write all your shit Almost out reinvent yourself again exactly so i have a little more next tune i'm gonna play is breakup day oh yeah 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 like that but you know what that music is incredible thank you it really is I this like is it. something that I was like that uh, maybe tougher to do in the old days the way you got made rhythms out of those cuts it is just incredible Wow, what a compliment. Now, the thema, yeah, kind of worn out a little bit. But but everyone can relate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But th- the music is really incredible. Thank you. You know, I don't know how you got that going, but... That was made on one of those micro chords. But, uh, you know, something like with the bass, you know, we got big strings, so... Yeah. Also, the physics. The more notes we play, the little we get. So it's always uh-huh. a search for the right notes. And the way you chop that up, I'm always... I know it's got strings, like a guitar, but really yeah. it's a drum. Our closest that, sounds are yeah. the kick. Yeah, yeah. There's such a, a fraud about the bass. James Jameson was the only one to really... That's where they yeah, the match, the, yeah, the rhythm section, quite frankly. Or sometimes your voice, like with Levy. <laughs> his bass, <laughs> his voice, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He was so nice to me. This one time, I was mixing my first opera, and it happened to be where he was mixing... What he called was an opera too. He goes, I'm doing an opera too. And it's just me and him in the building. The engineer men are in their booths. So it's just me and him. And he goes, yeah, it's called 1916. It's the First World War. So, yeah, in my mind, about three guys in a boat. <laughs> it's kind of the same. He had a, a bottle of uh, wild turkey and he let me drink it. And he had a machine gun bullet belt and Weird kind of hat, and, yeah, great leotards. But he was so uh, kind of me, and uh, what do you call it? Um, genuine. And is uh, you rapid with him, you know? Uh-huh. He wasn't just putting on some front. He was a good cat, man. And he spoke much different than the way he talked. His voice was more. Like that's when I was going to go. Sort of like the, the, the cape. Was it like that? Oh, that would have been a surprise. <laughs> it wasn't like that, but it was well, soft. Well, he would have had to have been pretty genuine, I would imagine, to just keep... I mean, he's doing the same fucking thing for so long. It's like, yeah. you can't... you can't. I don't know, you can't fake that. No. And then he's also just into so much weird stuff that you're like, why? how would you pretend that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. When he sang or he played, you know it was him. Yeah. Isn't there something about that where, you, what's it called? Some kind of personality? I know there's technique and getting the yeah. stuff right, correct. But that's, that's how you play. Well, I, I, you I know, think I'm more drawn to that. You can tell if it's you, you know. Well, we're going to play Breakup Day. Okay.
We heard Breakup Day, Dynasty Handbag. Turn the fucking mute. Uh, Down Jungle, Words Forgot, World's Forgotten Son, Mother, Wild Style Line, Bioxy by Solanke, Your Theme, Super Chuck, The Pea Party, Can Can Heads, Tanning by Ujmadoma, How It Went, Labor Camp, Finally, Permanence of Change by Thalm Kaufman. <laughs> I ask everybody Kaufman. this. <laughs> it's two people. One of them's Thalm, one's Kaufman. Thalm, I think, Pacifica, near the city. That's where Brother Steve... Go there for Steve Stock. That's right. Not anymore, though. She's now Amy Kuman, so yep. New York City, right? Yep. Pacifica. There's there's some, Los Altos. There's a good station out there. Dave Emery, Radio Free. <laughs> Whatever. This trippy stuff. But I asked everybody who comes on the show this advice. Oh. Somebody from the next shift, a younger person, come up. Miss Jibs, what would you be your advice in this fucking racket? Oh, God. Will. Will what? Let me tell you. Uh, what is my advice? I guess I would say... Um, yeah, just like, get... It, it just... It, it's gonna... It'll be hard. It's hard to make work. It's hard. It's fun. It's also hard. Yeah. It's like hard emotionally. It's hard. It's in. It's it's it brings out all of your insecurities and all your shit and all yeah. your everything. But just do it anyway. It's worth it. Cause yeah, cause you're giving you're giving a gift to people. You're like, it's not about about you. You know, it's like about just being like, hey, I, I have this thing. I'm gonna just give it away, and then it it'll come back. And it's not going to ever make you any money. If it does, you're just really lucky. That's all. So forget about that part of it. Yeah, I like that. That's like a big thing. I like that. And I really thanks so much, Pat, for arranging this. It was so great and so great to meet you. And, and going all I the way down to Peter. Such a big fan. Oh, I really am. Like, most I, when, when she told me that, you, I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I'm uh, telling yeah. you, watch. <laughs> when you get a new thing, come on, let's play it. And okay. I would like to get Rufy. Oh my God, all, all you. Okay, so you Watt wants to get roofied, <laughs> and I will be, I will be honored, actually. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, it's the last show for 2015. <laughs> Hope we have a good 2016. It's been January, no, December 30, 2015. Uh, edition of Watt Peter Show. Everybody. Keep your powder dry.